Welcome to another episode of the E&E Show, where we talk about equipping and enabling Christians to share the gospel and make disciples. Um, today, we have as a guest, Allie May, um, who loves Jesus. And in fact, <laughs> her handle on Instagram is Allie, Allie May Loves Jesus. And she loves to share um, her encouragement, uh, her testimony, the truth of God's word with a smile online. You can find her uh, on social media and on YouTube, uh, where she shares encouraging content and also does a live Bible study, right, Allie? Yes, every Friday and Sunday night. All right. So I want to, I just want to get into it because um, th there's a lot of things that you can share, a lot of encouragement that you have to give to the world. Um, and where our, our hearts, our, our missions are aligned in sharing the truth and love of Jesus with people here and around the world um, and in creative ways. Um, but I just want to ask you, how would you describe your ministry to people who aren't familiar with it? Yeah. So the first thing I would say is that it's an online ministry. It's not face-to-face. -face. Um, so I meet people where they're at on their screens. When they turn on their phone, when they go to social media, um, that's where I'm going to show up. Whether or not they're searching for me, depending on the algorithm, the titles that I'm using, um, my content could just appear right in front of them. And the goal is to honestly brighten up their day, to show them the love of Jesus, whether they're a believer or not. Awesome. So how and why did you get started sharing your testimony, sharing the Bible, praying for total strangers online? Yeah. So I think the most important step in that is first, I got a, my own personal relationship with Jesus um, because I can never lead someone a place that I haven't been myself. So if I'm leading people to Jesus, I need to take them to a place that I've been. And so as I seek Jesus, as I get to know him, I realize how amazing he is, how wonderful life with him is, that he came that we could have abundant life and not just live like everyone else around us, to live a life with purpose and to be forgiven and loved by the Lord. And knowing that has just given me such a joy in knowing him that I just can't help but spread it with other people. And so from that, I then started to think, okay, well, you know, I know Ephesians 2.10 says that we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So I was like, okay, God, what's my purpose? How do you want to use me? And so I started looking at the ways that he has gifted me. And I'm a very creative person. I love videography, photography, writing, entertainment. Um, and there just aren't a lot of Christian voices in the entertainment areas, whether that's movies, television, and especially social media, where a lot of people are being entertained these days. And so something that I always kind of wanted to do was to bring Jesus onto those kind of platforms in a way that is professional and in a way that won't be um, kind of to say the least frowned upon um, and cheesy, which is something that happens, I think, um, in Christian media sometimes, sadly. Um, and so that's something I'm continually learning to this day. But really what happened is I went to college um, with the goal of doing ministry of some sort. I just knew it would be creative, but I didn't know how. I didn't know it would be online. I didn't know what the logistics of it would look like. And so I was taking a class called Social Media Influencer Discovery. And um, it was in that class that we were challenged to become influencers for a semester. And I was like, okay, well, that's, that's cool. But I don't want to talk about myself. Like, I don't, I don't have products and 
fashion to recommend to people. So I just want to talk about the most important thing in my life, Jesus, my relationship with him. And I know that that is something that will truly encourage people because a lot of people go on social media, they go online, honestly, to escape from their reality, to escape from their emotions. And a lot of the times they're met with just more negativity when they go online because they start to compare themselves with the people that they see. And they're reminded of insecurities that they have, fear of missing out, seeing people doing things that they wish they could be doing. And so I was like, okay, this is the best and most unique opportunity I could use to show people love and show it God's way. Um, and so that's kind of how I got started. Um, so I took that class and I realized in that class that a lot of people are watching videos more than they're reading stuff. And so I started to make reels and using trending sounds. And um, my intention was not to grow super big. I was just doing it for the one. You know, Jesus, he sought after the one. He left the 99 and he went after the one. And so I, whenever I make content, I'm going just for that one person that needs it for that day. And the Lord was able to just grow that. I know that's him. His word says that as we abide in him, he produces the fruit in our lives. And apart from him, we can do nothing. And I know that if I tried to do that by myself, it, it just wouldn't have happened the way that it did. Um, and so through using trending sounds, I was put in front of people that are both believers and non-believers, and it just took off and grew. And even after that semester ended, I was like, okay, God, I really feel like you're calling me to continue this. And so I was obedient and I just kept going. And um, it's been about a year now, I would say like a year and a half. And I just love what I get to do online. I had a question that I planned to ask you, and that was, you know, you you are a talented content creator, so Thank why you. do you miss focusing all your your energy on Jesus? But I think you answered that pretty well. Um, Thank you. That's what that's what God has called you to, and mm -hmm. in using your your obedience, kind of just your curiosity and your talent together, this is where God has taken this, and He's made something out of it. He's made a ministry from it. Most of us that are followers of Christ at least at some, at some point have, have questioned what our calling is, what our purpose is, you know, what's my, what's my yeah. place in the kingdom to, to serve God. But I mean, your story kind of serves as proof that if you love Jesus and you need, and you are, um, you have an opportunity or an assignment to talk about something, it would be him, right? Yeah, definitely. So like, and yeah. even when I was in middle school and high school, if I had any kind of project where I could add Jesus to it, I would like in art class, all my art projects were Christ-centered. And so that's just like a small taste into what was going to happen in the future. Yeah, I just, yeah, that's cool. Anyone can do that. Yeah, anyone um, can. If you love Jesus, um, be bold enough to let people know it. And when you have the opportunity yeah. to talk about him and share him, uh, do that. That's the, it's the next step, right? That, that you don't, right. You know, God will do, God will use that. Uh, he will. Um, so let me ask you a question. You, when you have been put in front of all these people who you don't know, if they've come across something on TikTok or on Instagram reels or stories or whatever, or they've uh, come across you on YouTube, uh, you don't know them, but you have an opportunity to speak into their lives. Mm -hmm. um, if you've never met these people that are watching, why do you pray for them? How do you, how do you pray for them? Yeah. So I think the coolest thing about our God is the fact that he knows everything. And so I can pray for someone without knowing 
anything about what's going on in their lives because God, he can take care of every situation that we're going through. And so even if I don't know the specific situation, I can just pray like, Lord, the person that's going to see this video, even the people that in the future are going to encounter my page or my content or anything with my branding or anything I created, um, Lord, I just pray that it would be love to them, that it would be light to them and that it would plant seeds in their heart that you would water and grow and that they would get to know you in a real and true way. Um, because really my heart behind what I do is that um, people would know God because God wishes that none would perish. And I am very aware with the fact that we are all eternal beings, mm -hmm. um, but our eternity that's our choice to make, but not everyone knows that not everyone knows where we're headed and people do need to know that. And it's not a fear-based thing. Truly. It's the fact that yes, we're going to tell you about God and eternal life, but also the fact that you can have abundant life right now. There is so much that God has to offer you right now in this moment. And so um, really my heart is people would get to know God in a true way and all of the blessings that come with that, even as I pray for people. So that's awesome. In our ministry at International Commission, prayer is is really at the core of everything. And mm -hmm. the reason why is God works when we pray. Part of it is our humility yeah. to depend on him. And part of it is because he, he tells us to pray and he asks us to ask him for things. Um, but yeah. particularly when those things are in line with his will, um, like making him known, knowing him better and making him known. Of course, mm -hmm. of course, he's going to bless that. Of course, he's going to, going to, going to do that. Um, yeah. but it's, it's so powerful. Even if we don't know the people that we're praying for, we know there are lost people that he can get, um, the hope of the gospel to, and he'll use it when we get to be a part of that, but definitely. So yeah. So when you're doing that, when you are sharing the truth of God's word uh, with a mm -hmm. dark world, uh, what's the biggest challenge? I think the biggest challenge with sharing the truth of God's word is the fact that we live in a world with a lot of opinions and a lot of worldviews. And so biblical values and morals aren't always supported by everyone. And so like if someone knows that that is the stance that I have, then it, they might be quick to tune out or, and honestly, sometimes this works to my advantage. Sometimes they stay long enough to try and argue or try to make a case against why I'm wrong. But here's the thing. I'm not online to argue with people. I'm not online to shove the Bible down their throats and convert them and cause them to believe what I believe. I'm there to spread the love. And I think that is the biggest thing. They will know that we are Christians by our love. We show people the love of God and we show them a life that looks different than the world around us. And they start to question, okay, what do you have that I don't? Why do you live like this? And then they start to ask us the question, who is Jesus? And they start to ask, because I think it's so important that someone comes to Christ through their own decision rather than being forced to do so. And so um, back to your question, as far as sharing the word, um, I just do it unashamedly because I know that this is what God says and his word is true and his word is life, it's life-giving and it's a lamp to our feet. It's a light to our paths. It guides us through this life and shows us what to do. And I have 
my foundation on his word. And I know that if that's my foundation, I'm not going to be shaken. Jesus said it himself. So. Amen. Amen. So that's how you're able to be so positive in the midst of negativity. Like if people are, if people do want to argue with you and they're leaving, you know, nasty comments or say something that's, that's maybe hateful or, or controversial, or maybe just mm -hmm. maybe, maybe they're trying to argue, or maybe they're just trying to upset you because they're, they're feeling convicted and upset. Right. You know yeah. what the truth is. So, yeah. yeah. So Allie, if someone does ask you what's different about you, mm -hmm. what do you do next? Yeah. My next thing is it's, well, it's interesting when someone does ask that. Um, and I noticed that in my comment section, like sometimes people say like, are you real? Like, how are you actually this joyful? Like, is this really realistic? Is this toxic positivity? Like, why are you different? Where does that come from? And my first answer is Jesus. And I mean, I have no other answer than that. It's from a personal relationship with him, knowing that he satisfies my every need and desire in this life and that I'm eternally set. But even right now in the present tense, right now in this moment, he's with me. He'll never leave me or forsake me. And so I have peace in this life and in what's coming next, you know? Um, and that's really, that's really what I tell them. But even further, if they want to know, okay, well, like Ali, you said it's Jesus. Well, like, how did Jesus change your life? Like what happened for you? What was that moment? And for me, it was that I know what it feels like to feel alone and unseen and unnoticed. Um, I have my testimony on YouTube for so many people to understand exactly what I'm talking about. But basically, my family moved um, many miles away from my hometown when I was in middle school. And so I went to this new school. I didn't know a single person. I had no community. And I just felt very alone. And I was like, I can't believe this is my life. Like, how did this happen to me? I had this whole community, my family, and now I'm in this new place and I don't know anyone. And it was a very lonely place to be. Little did I know that God was with me that entire time. And it wasn't until um, one of my mom's friend's daughters took me to church. I went to this youth service and it was actually during worship. I don't know what was preached. I don't know what song we were singing, but it was during worship that I felt the presence of the Lord in a way that I had never felt before. And I knew so confidently that I would never be alone in this life. And so that gave me the confidence to not worry about the fact that I didn't have community because I had God and he was my community and he was there with me. And uh, the Bible was there and I could read it and understand who he is and grow that relationship with him. And from there, um, the Lord honored the prayers I had been praying for friends because I was like, God, please give me friends. But you know what? He gave me a best friend named Jesus Christ. And that is the best gift I could have ever received. And it was after then that he grew a lot in me and helped me and shaped me, um, things in my own life. Like I was kind of shy and quiet. So that didn't help with, you know, going to a new school, but God even helped me to be bold and courageous and to be a light and salt and light in my school and get to know people. And I eventually made friends and it was all fine, but um, I'm so thankful for that time in my life. And that really did change my life and my outlook. And now um, even, you know, with social media, I know people go online 
to escape, you know, and if, even if they're feeling lonely, they go on there for community because it's easy. Um, and so I know what that feels like. And if I can explain to them, like, hey, you don't have to be alone. You do not have to be by yourself through this life. And that God has so much in store for you, that he's present with you. I know that that's going to change their life for the better because it's changed mine. That's awesome. So for people watching or listening, and they want to share the hope of Christ with people, and maybe somebody is asking them, hey, what's different about you? They want to lead other people into that relationship, but they don't know how to do it. What advice yeah. do you have for them? Yeah, I would say it all starts with your relationship with God and um, knowing that he has plans and purposes for your life. And so, you know, whether you're in school or maybe you're working your dream job and you want to be a light to the people around you, it's just honestly relational. That is the best way that we can share Jesus with people. And of course, online, I have a mediated relationship. It's through media, but it still is a sort of relationship. It's a trust that I've built with the people that are following me. Um, but yeah, just out in the world, just knowing what it looks like to love people well, um, to be inviting. And you don't even have to start from a place of like, hey, I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus and I want to tell you all about him. But just being genuinely interested in people and just like introducing yourself, asking them about their lives, asking them about, about what they're going through and just being a place of support for them and showing them the love of Jesus in an uncommon way because in reality a lot of people out in the world aren't really seeking after people to love and serve them well um a lot of the time and i can't say that for everyone um but i just think it's so important that we show the love of jesus love that is patient and kind that forgives that doesn't keep a record of wrongs um that wants the best for other people and from there when you build that foundation of a relationship they're going to start asking you why are you like this? Why do you do this? Um, and to, to be bold. I think a lot of Christians are afraid to share that they believe in Jesus because of society and because of cancel culture and things like that. Um, but we need to be bold in our faith. And, and honestly, we need to realize that there are a lot more Christians in this world than we, we know. Um, and whether they have a deep walk with the Lord or they kind of just say that they're a Christian, um, there is support around us. We are not alone in our faith. So I think maybe the, maybe the more people who are bold uh, or are just, they, they can ask the Lord for enough faith that they don't have it to boldly speak about him, to love people well, unashamedly yes. and knowing where that comes from and telling people where that comes from the better, mm -hmm. right? One, because definitely we have a task to complete. We want everyone to know, but also because we are meant to live in community with other Christians. Most it's definitely. not a solo sport. And the more yeah. of us that are showing, demonstrating, proclaiming the gospel, the better, because it encourages each other, right? A hundred percent. And people want authenticity these days. And so to be authentic, to be real with what you believe, honestly, that's powerful. It, it builds trust with people. If you are open about what you believe, I think that's why people love TikTok so much because a lot of people just go on there and they'll like post a rant about something and they're being their authentic selves and not holding back. We should be that like that about Jesus, you know, like who says we can, I think all the more better to do so. That's right. Go go ahead and rant about Jesus. 
with joy, <laughs> of course, from a, jo- from, exactly. a, from a joyful place. But yes. yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. What a unique thing that we have something so prominent in our culture now. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just for a moment, but uh, yeah. where, where that authenticity and openness is valued and, and where people will pay attention to it, man, what, what a great opportunity to share an authentic faith, right? Yeah. A hundred percent. On the other hand, Ali, I know that the, the world is dark. You talked a little bit about, you know, shining a light in the darkness. Social media can be a pretty dark place. Um, with, you know, we all hear about cyberbullying or the effects of comparison um, to all the social dynamics that I did not grow up with, but your generation has, plus the, the values that culture is pushing and preaching as good uh, when in fact some of those things are evil. There's so many different types of darkness and negativity online and particularly in social media. Um, how do, how do you advise people your age to, to handle that? What, what can they do? Should they avoid it altogether? Or is there a way to engage that? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, someone actually asked me a similar question to that recently. And I think the biggest thing is, is understanding as Christians that God has called us to be set apart to look different than the world around us. We are in the world, but we're not of it. That doesn't mean that we can't be online though, because actually, if we think about it, um, online platforms and social media, that's a big part of our world today. All the more reason for us to be a part of it. You know, like in all honesty, with the rise of online shopping and, um, you know, people just aren't going to the grocery store anymore. So how are we going to commune with other people? How are we going to spread the light of Jesus? We need to go where the people are. People are online. Um, so with that being said, I think it just looks like being so careful what we're subscribing to, what accounts are we following? What kind of audios like audio sounds, are we allowing go through our ear gates? What, what are we allowing through our eye gates? Because God says to be careful um, the things that we put inside of us, you know, um, guard your heart for from it flows the springs of life. And so, um, yeah, just being very strategic um, and being careful about what you subscribe to, I think is the biggest part. Um, we don't have to abstain from social media. We can engage with it and we can then honestly spread light because I've noticed throughout my time being online, like the amount of curse words in a song that's become normalized has grown exponentially. And someone's just, you know, making their coffee, putting on a cute outfit. And, and I've heard like seven curse words. I'm like, wait a second. Like, is this normal? Um, And I don't say that in a way of judgmental or anything but like if we really think about it those words have an impact when we hear them and some people have heard those words in hurtful ways and they trigger memories and that that hurts them and so we just need to be so careful um what we honestly promote as good and and support versus the things that we decide to stay away from and unfollow and it's okay to unfollow you know it's it's, you need to guard your heart. You need to be so careful what you're letting in your eyes and in your ears, seeing and hearing. Absolutely. Man, something, something you said that's resonating with me is, is really simple, but like, it's really profound uh, that we, we go where the people are. Yeah. Well, of course we do. As someone who works in the world of missions full time, Mm -hmm. 
what we do, what, what our strategy is centered around is going and taking the gospel to people. You know, yeah. at, at my ministry, we focus on going to where the people are. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what Jesus did. He went to where the people are, but he went where the hurting people are. Mm -hmm. He went into the real world where people who may have never encountered God are not in an authentic, full, real way, you know, because they didn't know him. Mm -hmm. He went to them where they were and spoke to them um, in their language, in their in their their moment, in their environment. Mm -hmm. And man, we we really have an unprecedented way to do that in our time. And yeah. we could be scared off by social media, just the and the, the culture that exists in our world, outside our doors, and particularly online. Or we can turn that around and make something of it. Definitely. So and it's so important to do that use what God's given you um, because we all have a calling and we all have a place in a sphere of influence and that's not on accident. And so it's up to us what we're going to do with that. So one thing we can do that with that is to simply uh, share our own stories, share our own experiences with the Lord rooted in mm -hmm. scripture, of course, because um, feelings only go so far and, you know, and feelings mm -hmm. and emotions, they change. Our they do change seasons of life change, but the word of God is constant mm -hmm. and we can share that with people. But for somebody who does want to speak truth and does want to, to encounter the darkness, shine their light in the darkness, go where the people are and, and mm -hmm. share the hope of Christ with people, but they don't feel, they, they feel like maybe they're not a theologian. They don't really know the Bible well, but they do know the Lord. What, what mm -hmm. can they do? I think that's such a beautiful question, and we don't talk about that enough, um, and that's a question that I really had to learn the answer to as I was pursuing this, um, and it's just the, the honest truth that none of us know everything. No, even the most well-studied scholars of our time, there's still more for them to know because God is infinite, and he's so big. And there's just so much for us to learn. And actually, that's a beautiful thing. And that's a wonderful thing that our relationship with him will just continue to grow. It's exciting. It's an adventure. Um, it's not something that's just boring and you have it all figured out and you move on with your life. No, it just continues to go on. And so for someone that feels like, okay, you know what, God? Yeah, I realized that you have a calling on my life. And part of that calling is to be salt and light. And so how do I do that, Lord? How do I actually do that with what I know? And what if I see someone over there and it seems like they know a lot more than me? Like, should I just let them do it? Or like, do you actually want to use me? And the answer is yes, God does want to use you. We are the body of Christ. We are brothers and sisters, and we're working together to spread the love of Jesus across the world. And the thing that Jesus did, you know, he really displays to us how to live this life with him. Um, his life that was, it is recorded in the Bible on earth. That is a great place to look when we have these kinds of questions. But what Jesus did is he gathered disciples that didn't know it all. And he taught them step-by-step day by day, one thing at a time. We don't have to know it all. We don't have to have read the whole Bible, Bible cover to cover to be able to spread the love of Jesus. Let's just take it 
piece by piece. Um, and that's really the reality of it. I mean, if I'm telling you about my relationship with my mom, I could tell you a lot about her, you know, because I've known her for so many years. But when I was born on this earth and when I was a toddler, could I tell you her whole life story? Definitely not. But I could still talk about my mom and her love for me. Um, and that's kind of what it looks like with our relationship with the Lord is um, it's just day by day, step by step, take it one step at a time and and make it real. You know, it's a it's a relationship. It's a real relationship. You know, it's something that we actually encounter day by day. Um, and so I think that's my biggest piece of advice there is to give yourself grace and understand that I'm not always going to know everything and that's okay. Well, that I'm, I'm like that you said, it's a real relationship. Also our relationship with other people that we're showing love to, that we're building friendships with, that we're trying to share with, those are real relationships too. Definitely. So Allie, I can tell that you really love uh, sharing Jesus with people and who he is and how they can know him. Um, but what I want you to, I want you to encourage people who are viewing or watching this. What is the most important thing that you want people who hear your voice uh, to know and understand? Yeah, I actually have a tagline um, attributed to my ministry, and it's that Jesus loves you more. And I think that this is so important for us to realize because really, we all want to love and be loved. You know, God made us for that purpose. He made us to be loved by him because he looked at us when he created us and he said that it was good. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. So he loves us and he created us to love him back, but it's our choice. You know, love is a choice. Um, and so one thing I want people to know is that no matter how love has been showed to you in your life, whether you've gotten a lot of love growing up or not a lot, or, you know, people that you've trusted have let you down, that is not the love of God. God's love far surpasses anything that we could ever ask for, anything that we could imagine, anything we've ever experienced in our lives. And that is the love that He has for us. Love that is patient and kind, does not keep a record of wrongs. He forgives us. And honestly, He wants the best for us. That is the biggest thing that I want people to know. So whatever you're facing in your life, no matter what it is, the situation is not too big, it's not too small for the Lord to show you His great love and deliver you from whatever is going on and that he is with you right wherever you at you are at right in that moment you are never alone he will never leave you never forsake you i just want people to know the love of jesus so that's awesome that's awesome Allie. how can people uh find you online um how can they join your bible study I'm on TikTok and Instagram, Allie May Loves Jesus. You can also find me on YouTube as Allie May. You might be able to type in Allie May Loves Jesus for that too. Um, but those are my main platforms and uh, we can interact on there. I make content every day um, and I have Bible studies every Friday and Sunday night live on YouTube. And the links um, are in my Instagram bio, but you can also just go straight to YouTube and find those live streams there. Well, thank you so much for this conversation. I've I've been really encouraged uh, and excited. I hope you have too if you're watching or listening to this. Uh, please do go and follow Allie online. Um, you'll be encouraged as well uh, every day as she's yes. so That'll be awesome. Uh, well, I hope by watching this, uh, you've been encouraged, equipped, and enabled. So go and tell someone about Jesus.